Hey guys, welcome to Cup of Connections. I'm Portia and we're here coming to you from our virtual cafe, Better with a Cup of Coffee. We are savoring relationships with coffee lovers around the world and sharing their experiences that have been better with a cup of coffee. Well, hello, it is off to the right. Day five, we leave Santa Fe, New Mexico. We were having... sad to leave. We were, we were sad Because to leave. it was so relaxing. We've been to Aruba and relaxed, but this had such a different feel. Mm. You could soak in the hot t- in the hot springs. Mm-hmm. You could swim in the salt water pools, and it, it was just. Oh. I don't know. It's for me. I just felt the energy in Santa Fe was relaxing. Was, was relaxing. It was something. I, I don't know if it was the Native American uh, history culture surrounding us, or um, yeah. We wake up and. We uh, utilize our cart. Once again. I was just thinking about that. That was deep funny. That cart came in handy. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys have to get one. It yes. had a cart. I think it was no more than seventy dollars at Walmart, if I'm not mistaken. We put so many, so much stuff. You can only imagine how much stuff we took on a road trip. And I'll be honest with you, half the stuff we didn't use. Yeah, <laughs> our jeep was packed from. The front to back, and from the top to the bottom. You, you couldn't help but pack that much on a, on a road trip. I mean, first of all, you know, it's two people. Even though I've traveled and done these road trips before, it's just different when you're doing all of these other things. Camping, glamping, and Airbnbs, and hotels, horseback riding, uh, all kinds of stuff. But as we leave Santa Fe, starting off, it was right before sunrise again, not not maybe about an hour before. And sure enough, we have one of the best sunrises that we saw wow. in the back of our Jeep going through New Mexico. Then we're going into Arizona. Arizona, we have decided that's going to be our future home. So when we were going through Arizona, um, of course, the topography changes. And this time she was driving. What did you think of it? It was fine. It was good. You think of the topography and how that changed. It was different. It was. It was very different. A lot of red rock. A lot of red rock. It's beautiful. Sunrises and sunsets. Uh, It's it's priceless. Yes. So you drive all you drove us all the way to the Grand Canyon. And at that point, I told you guys that we had to change our accommodations. We were going to stay. We were going to camp at the Desert View campsite, which was top rated from Mm -hmm. what I was researching, what I found out. But we just couldn't, Kate couldn't deal with it with her back. And what we realized along the way, and you take it for what it's worth, but when you're doing 19 days and you're staying in one place for one night and then you're packing up and then you're staying in one place another night uh even though we stayed in two nights in santa fe you know the one night stops it's really hard to camp because you're pitching a tent and you're taking out all of this stuff you're putting up the tent and you have to break down the tent it is a pain in the butt but you know it's one of those things you live and you learn so Mm -hmm. that you can you know, you learn from your mistakes in order to enjoy the next road trip. Absolutely. But take it from us. The road trip was spectacular. Yes. 
they're driving to Arizona, the Grand Canyon, and so you get into the parks and into the park of the Grand Canyon. There's the trees are getting on fire. Yeah. There are more of this. Yes. You see animals out and about, just grazing, deer, elk. It's kind of like pine, pine trees. We pass by Flagstaff, and that's mm -hmm. more of that forest. More greenery. More forest yeah. area. Because you are getting, you're going up north. Now, mm -hmm. you know, there are, I believe, what, three rims? This or maybe four, but I don't know if the east is, is utilized as much. I know the north, they have more... Um, Woods, forests, uh, the south rim, that's more of the picturesque uh, part of Grand Canyon that, that you've seen lots of pictures and you see the canyons and the striations within the rock. And then the west side, that's where it has the skywalk. The skywalk. Yes. But we wanted to go because we I've been to the Grand Canyon, but I've only kind of driven through it and stopped just a little bit with my parents. But this time we wanted to stay and see and do some stuff. So that's why it was great that we found the accommodations, the Thunderbird Lodge. And when we get there, we found a parking spot. Yes, people get upset about parking, and I understand. But I was reading uh, the recommendations for people is when you find a spot, keep the spot. And we got there early enough where we found a spot. Yeah, we, we couldn't. Didn't. We couldn't check in. <laughs> And it was close to the Thunderbird Lodge. And the way that they do it is you have to go to a, another hotel in order to check in to the one that you're supposed to check into. It was weird. It was weird. It I wasn't like as if it, you can go into the Thunderbird Lodge and just check in there. You had to check into another hotel and another place. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it was fine. Yeah, we just I kid you not, it was about a hundred feet from our hotel. Yes, and we were just awestruck. Oh, <laughs> it was beautiful. Fascinating. I've never, ever seen anything like that in my life. So we, we walk along the edge. Yeah, for a little bit. For a little bit, just to kind of just see. And <laughs> we would see these little pellets, they were probably about that big. <laughs> And so we asked one of the, the staffs, yeah, the groundskeepers. She was working out there, and we just walked up her to her and said, what, what is that? No, we didn't pick it up. It's not like, what is this? <laughs> what is this, Nicole? <laughs> no, we pick it up. Okay. And we pointed. Okay. And she was like, oh, that's from hell. What? I know, right? What if the poop was about this big? That's it. Look at it. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trail and it's like on a ledge almost. Uh -huh. 
and it seems like it's floating. I think it's like an observation point uh-huh. where people can so. go out there past the gift shop and just observe out there like you're on a ledge yeah. floating over the canyon. Whoa. But we didn't go into that first. We ended up going onto the trail. What's the name of the trail again? Bright Angels Trail. And it's a, it's a east of the trail. His name was, and he was so nice. He, he was, was very kind. Nice. He was very kind. Very and they're they're just walking around. They're volunteer rangers. Church. He was a volunteer ranger. I think he was a firefighter before. Uh-huh. Um, but he was a he, and he re- retired from that profession. And he was volunteering. But you have to be in shape, honey. You do. You do. I'm not in shape. <laughs> At this point, I was, we had gone down and the goal was to hike down to, there's a, a building where I think it's a bathroom stop. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was an, a mile and a half down. So you're thinking, okay, it's down. Not it's a mile and a half. No problem. And there's a thunderstorm. Yes. And that was one of the reasons why we turned back around. Because it was getting close. Did we see the ranger as we were going down or as we were coming back? As we were going down. Obviously. So we see this ranger, right? And this is where I'm going to have to say something. Not to him, but to y'all. This man, as soon as he was, how are you going to tell me about all these deaths that happened? He was like, oh, yeah. You know where um, you're going, that building down there? He said, all of a sudden, I was here that day. He said, all of a sudden, I get up. No, he said he passed the guy. He passed, I think it was like two or three or four guys. guys, And they were all friends. And he looked at them and he asked them, hey, you guys okay? And the guy who was a doctor, he was, you know, he he was like, "Mm," he didn't really say as much. But the other guys said, oh, yeah, we're fine. So he goes on his merry way because that's what he was there for. He was there to, to help. He actually can't do you remember he oh, was he saying that he can't perform CPR. CPR and all that stuff. I'm like, what the hell are you there for? Then? But anyway, I didn't uh-huh. say it. I didn't say it. So anyway, he said he left them and he was walking another direction. And he got a radio call that somebody needed assistance. Well, sure enough, he gets there and it's the doctor. He had spit up granulated blood. Not blood, but granulated blood. And he died right then and there. Right there. Then he had the nerve to tell me, tell us about, oh yeah, so one of my coworkers who was here with some of her friends or her family and what have you, and they were up top where we were just starting the trail, and there are these metal railings. He said, well, six people got struck by lightning, and I had just read this before that in in these places you could be struck by lightning and the lightning storm is 10 miles or so away. And that's exactly what happened. It was the storm was like 10 or so miles away and they were hanging on the rails and the lightning came and struck her. And luckily she didn't die. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is this man doing? Okay. And then he told a story of a lady that had hiked all yes, the way to the bottom. Yes, it was a nurse. A nurse. And she, she hiked all the way to the bottom. To the river, the Colorado River. And she was in, you know, ankle deep water. No, it was a little bit deeper, honey. She was she trying was to cool off. She was just trying to cool off. She was off. trying to cool off. Mm-hmm. And the current just went, took her under. He said he does not mess with the Colorado River. 
it is so the undercurrent it is so strong now mind you we're on this hike and i see storms clouds and i hear thunder and all this stuff in the back and here this man is just spewing off these deaths all this stuff so i'm like is this man out of his mind what is wrong <laughs> what is wrong <laughs> and then here i and then as we leave right my wife Okay, we're, we're, we continue on. We continue on? Okay. Yeah, we're trying to get to the, to the, at least the house. Kate said, nope. <laughs> I got to a point, I mean, yeah. It was tough for me. I mean, it I was, was in shape, but it was tough. Brutal. I heard this man was talking about all these deaths, and Kate barely made it. I mean, that's how strenuous, like. Because your hike is up like It's that. just zigzag. Zigzag, straight up. And there is... The storm was coming in. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't rest. It kicked my butt. I was actually worried. Yes, I didn't want to tell her that. Oh, you make her more worried. But I've never been mm. that hot like that before. She was out of breath, lightheaded. So it... I mean, I just felt... I didn't feel like I was in my body. I just... And I was shaky. I couldn't walk straight. It's like I was drunk. Mm. But I wasn't. How do you feel after hearing about all of this and how serious the Grand Canyon is, the hiking is, and then you you kind of experience a little bit of that. A little bit of that. It's terrifying. I didn't want what that man bothered me. I didn't want it bother me. I didn't even think about that. All I knew is we had to beat the storm. And yeah. I mean, because that was actually, it scared me. And we say this to let people know that as beautiful as the Grand Canyon is and as wonderful of an experience as we had, if you are not used to climbing or hiking, make sure first you carry a lot of water. Make sure wow. you also research it. I mm -hmm. researched it, but I didn't research it well enough to understand. And, and you know, there are times when you really don't get you don't understand by words. Mm -hmm. You don't understand the scope of how serious something is mm -hmm. until you actually do it. But that, that was trail serious. was very serious. We'll be better prepared for it next time. It's, it's great fun, but hey, you just got to be mindful of what you can do, knowing what you can do first and foremost. So I'm glad we decided to turn back around and leave it for another day and we get back we're exhausted that was what we needed and we, we get that we were able to check in yeah and that was the day but it was a long day it was exciting just to see all of what you've read about so much you know what you've seen on these nature the smithsonian channels oh, yeah. um, channel about the grand canyon and experience that in, in the flesh, the videos, the, the pictures, they don't do that justice. It does not do it justice no. to see how vast it is. You're standing there at, and the South Rim has the most observation points. Mm -hmm. So you're just standing there. You can go to each observation point and you, you get somewhat of a different view, but similar. Uh -huh. And I just wish I could fly and just over the Grand Canyon and just well that's what helicopter rides are for and that's and they have all of that at the West Rim you could I was I was looking at things to do you could take a helicopter ride over the canyon 
You can whitewater raft. That's what I want to do. They have zip lining you can do. You could buy like passes or tickets to get a meal. And then um, you can add different activities if you want to that. Zip lining or whitewater rafting? Yes. There's so many things to do in the Grand Canyon. And then going up north, um, there's a train ride that you could take around the canyon. And it's supposed to be a nice, nice view. It's different. You know, it's less crowded. It's a little bit cooler because it's, you know, up and higher in elevation and the terrain is different. The topography is different. You have a lot of uh, forestry. You have a lot of trees there. So the Grand Canyon is it's just beautiful. It's just not the South Rim that's captivating. It is the whole every shebang. point in, in its entirety. And you said something. Elevation. Mm -hmm. That was a, a big drop. Was that right? Going down and then coming back up. Yes. Elevation sickness, I believe, is what I had going on. It's a possibility. Because you think about it, we come from a place where it's sea level. And that's the one thing that helped us along the way. And I realized I gradual, yes, every state that we went to and everything that we did, it was a higher elevation. And it kind of prepared us for when we got to Colorado. Yes. When we crashed, we slept so good at the Thunder, Thunder Bridge. Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Lodge. Lodge. Yes. We slept so good. So when we get up, we get our bags packed, and we take it to the car. And she's like, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> she said, there's a kid in the bush. And it didn't mind us walking. We weren't up close with it. You know, no. we were walking behind our car. But, but it was just like, okay, whatever. I guess it's just used to, to people. Yeah. So then, we walk out of the King of Demons. Well, then there's a herding elk. Oh, elk my God. Like, <laughs> what? It was so like. This lady was, was serious. She was serious. You remember when I just said, when we first got there, and it was like, this soundtrack in my head of when we were walking through and seeing the canyon. That's how it was when I saw the, the, the elk. elk. Yeah. It's they didn't like it. I mean, and there were babies, mamas and their babies. Now, we did not, I did not get close. And no. Try to pet them. no. That would be inappropriate. Thank God there weren't any male elk. Yeah. But, but yeah, they were just eating on the grounds and whatever, just chilling. They've been there for years. Yes. I mean, it, it's such a, a luxury. You you never dreamt in your wildest dreams. You see elk on shadows on TV, but to see it up close and personal. Ten feet. And they because they, they're so used to humans, and and humans don't feed them. We I didn't see anyone feed them. No. But you see everything. You we saw them the nursing their young. We saw I, we saw the deer, some deers actually intertwine in in the herd around the herd. I mean, it was just a mixture. Mm -hmm. They're huge. And I forgot to mention on the hike mm -hmm. when we were hiking that trail the day before, they were telling us about the squirrels. The squirrels oh. would come up to you. <laughs> they, would, they would they would ask you for food. Yes, and they were saying to be careful. And that's the thing I had mentioned before: don't feed the animals, don't touch right. the animals. These animals are so used to humans because there's so many humans, so many people that go to the Grand Canyon. They're so used to them mm -hmm. that Kate did have an interaction with a squirrel. But, but not there. But not there.
But I mean, as far as an interaction of coming close to you, right? Yeah. But they did say, be careful of the squirrels because they and will, and they will scratch you, and they can cause some some infections and things like that. Because of all these people probably feeding, feeding them. them when they should. Yes, but thank God we didn't have any interactions, any negative situations, especially with those elk, because they were yeah. huge, and it they was a were... huge herd. It was such a, a treat and honor to see something like that. It was just nature. Just nature. Just and as nature. long as you are are respectful, everything works out fine. Yes. So day six, we wasted no time. We're off to just L.A. Off. We are in California for four days, and we're in Los Angeles for two, and in Joshua Tree for the next two. Stay tuned. Yes, thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'm Portia White, and I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. I'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, BetterWithACupOfCoffee.com and PeaceTees.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, email me at cupofconnections at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review our podcast and join us again soon on Cup of Connections.